welcome to Be an Old Soul, Speedy. There is no old phrase today. That's usually what we do at this point in the podcast, you know, when it starts. Um, but this is an emergency pod, which is a fancy way of saying I'm lowering the bar. <laughs> but Danny, what will we call the episode if there's no oh. word of the day? You know what's funny? And this is true. I did Google this exact phrase. Old timey ways to say emergency. <laughs> And when nothing came up, I said, okay, we'll just call it an emergency pot. <laughs> that, that, is, that is what happened. Wow. And, and urgency. Uh, urgency. Uh, there was like straits, like S-T-R-A-I-T-S. Oh, sure. Like dire straits. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, then it sounds like and we're talking was, about the band dire straits. Can't do that. Right. I was like, that's weird. And then I, I was Googling like weird Beatles lyrics. And I was like, well... No one's going to get this. Like, there was one from the song The Benefit of, for Mr. Kite, which is a very weird song, I think, off Sgt. Pepper, mm-hmm. where they say, like, Hogshead, which is like a container for wine or beer. And I was like, that's oh. eerie. Hogshead. I don't Hogshead. like this. So I just gave up. Uh, so anyway, this is an emergency podcast because the Beatles apparently have put out their final Beatles song, which is the final Beatles song since the last final Beatles songs in the 90s. <laughs> They did it again. They had their last Beatles song again. Um, can you hear the birds outside my apartment? I cannot, but I was okay. wondering if you could hear a door slam in the distance. I have I, not heard that. Oh, thank goodness, because it happened have, several okay. times. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't heard that. Uh, there are birds outside my apartment. Uh, if people don't like that, I'm really sorry. I was hoping it'd be kind of tranquil for you. Yeah. You know? Putting us in a serene setting for this yeah, sentimental podcast topic. I am feeling quite sentimental about this, and I think Paul McCartney yeah. is too. That's probably why I did it, because uh, if you hadn't heard, the Beatles put out their final song, um, which requires a litany of asterisks, but yes. it's a recording of John Lennon uh, on a piano in 1978 that Yoko Ono gave to the once the remaining Beatles, Paul, Ringo, and George in the 90s, he, she gave them a bunch of them. They, along with uh, Electric Light Orchestra genius Jeff Lynne, had taken two of them and stripped his vocals and put a surrounding band around it, Free as a Bird, and Real Love. And they couldn't do this one because all you could hear was like the piano and they didn't have the technology. And then Peter Jackson, the man who made Lord of the Rings, when he was doing the let it be doc from two years ago he developed this ai technology or worked with it where it could strip his lyrics and kind of use ai to fill in the gaps i think um to take away from that piano and then they could make a surrounding thing uh with it i have a lot of thoughts um but we know i'm a giant beatles nerd so i want to ask you speedy off the bat who you are less of a beatles nerd yes i don't even know if you're that big of a beatles fan at all are you oh i See, I, but I'm always weird with my music. I don't know their whole discography very well, but the stuff that I do listen to, okay, I yeah, they're like three adore. random songs you it's, like. What are the What are the three <laughs> random songs that you that you played on repeat? Ooh, well, just to say, I do love all of Abbey Road, but then for some reason, I also love uh, Happiness Is a Warm Gun. I like While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Um, Goodness, Golden Slumbers makes me cry like a baby. Ooh, great yeah. picks. 
Thank you. Thank do you, you. Do you know the big fun fact about While My Guitar Gently Weeps? I think when you say it, I might go, oh, of course, but not off the top of my head. Okay, mm. let's see if you knew this. The guitar solo is not from a Beatle. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, who is it? Is it Clapton? It is Clapton. It is Clapton. I All did right. know. All right. All right, Bobby. All right. Okay. I'm proving yeah, my, my fandom. Yes, I knew the fun fact. <laughs> Happiness is a warm gun. Is is there a more sexual song in existence than that song? <laughs> oh, uh, there is a more sexual song, which I actually do like quite a bit. She's so heavy. Is that song supposed to be sexual too? I think it is. I, I want warm you. Warm gun is pretty gross. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I John think the Lennon. most sexual thing they've ever written is that part where they go, "She's so heavy." That's it's my not, personal opinion. Ha- happiness is a warm gun. Bang, bang, shoot, shoot. When I feel <laughs> my something on your trigger. <laughs> Actually, you're making a very good case. Pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. Like I don't know if it's bad, but. For yeah. uh, prudes like me, for <laughs> uh, people who don't handle that stuff well. It's a great song, though. It is a great um, song. We are basically two nuns on this pod, giggling <laughs> and putting a hand over our mouths. <laughs> two nuns a on a pod. A warm gun. Oh. <laughs> he means it literally, right? <laughs> They're playing airsoft, right? <laughs> yes. It was for... Um, uh... Oh, gosh. I now forget the name. It's, it's for a Nerf commercial. That's what they wrote that song Very for. Very good, Speedy. Very good. That <laughs> is a modern product. Yeah. Those came out in 2004. Actually, probably a little earlier. Anyway. That's not why we're here. That's not Nerfs we're and here. nuns. Nuns talking Nerf. The Danny That's and Speedy the... Beatles podcast. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think? Wow. Uh... Danny, I will say that uh, my heart is very cold, and when I watched <laughs> that music video, I sobbed. <laughs> I really? I actually sobbed okay. at the music video. I didn't think that's where you were leading us. Okay. No, it was a misdirect. Mm. But I, I sobbed. Oh, my God. I got a text from a friend who was like, oh, this music video is weird. It's all AI and deep fakes. And I was like, no, that's all like mostly unreleased footage that they put together. It's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was tearing up too. Yeah. And I really enjoyed, even though it was kind of weird, that they picked uh, moments where they were being like very goofy and dancing around and it stuck out. But I actually love that because it's celebrating you know, the joy that they all shared mm-hmm. and the fun they had. Like, I'm so glad it wasn't some morose, uh, you know, funeral video where they're all looking very serious and blah. Like, no. Because they've done that. We've, yep. we've, yeah, they've we done know that. that he passed away. We know it's ended tragically. And they're like, hey, John had a great personality, just so you all know. He was really yeah. goofy and funny. Yeah. We, we love yeah. this guy. Yeah. Yeah, that moved me. And I, I do think Paul has kind of been on this mission the last, like, 15 years to make sure that people don't think that he and John hated each other. Because they really yeah. did, like, reacquaint the last couple of years. Like, they were pals. Mm. And they were pals for a long time before, like, the end of the Beatles stuff. Like, they did, to my knowledge, make up. 
So I think Paul like, really wants people to understand like they were best friends. Mm. They just had a roller coaster being the biggest band of all time. Right. So yeah, I do think they were like, hey, let's show them having fun. And it worked on it us. It worked, yes. I don't I don't know you to sob at anything. Yeah. It's very rare. Very rare. It, no, it moved me too. Oh, can I tell you something that'll make you want to sob again? Yeah. Make me sob on the pod, Danny. Yes. Sob on the pod? Sob on the pod. Sob on the pod. Sob on the pod. Sob on the pod. <laughs> sob on the pod. That's the, that's the name of the episode. Sob on the pod. Sob on the pod. Everyone's like, oh, what decade is that from? <laughs> Sabadapa? Sabadapa? Booty weed? <laughs> um, according, I read this on an article online um, on The Ringer, but I looked it up and I think it's true. According to the musical artist Carl Perkins, mm-hmm. uh, Linda McCartney told him when he was visiting Paul and Linda that John Lennon's last words to Paul McCartney were in the hallway of the Dakota where John Lennon lived in New York in his uh, condo building. His last words to McCartney were in the hallway of the Dakota, and he said, think about me every now and then, old friend. <gasps> now and Stop then. Stop it. Old friend. <gasps> no. Yeah. That should yeah. have been in the dock. They should have mentioned that in the duck. That's the too song, good. The song should be called Now and Then, parentheses, which is what John Lennon said to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I learned that, I already had this theory that the song is actually about him and Paul. Mm. That I already had that theory because, like, he recorded it in 1978. And, like, yes, him and Yoko had separated for a bit, but they're back together by that point, raising their, their son, Sean. So why would he be writing a song for, like, Yoko? They're, yeah. they're, they're together at that point. Unless he had written it a long time ago and then recorded it then. But I think he was missing Paul. Yeah. That's what I think. Hot take. I think that's a good take. Thank you. I'm going to say that it's a lukewarm take, but because it's probably right. Hot indicates that people would disagree. Yes. Yes. I think Go you're on. probably right. Yes. What yes, are yes. other temperatures? <laughs> I guess a cold take would be like saying cheese is dairy. That's just a fact. You know, no one's going to disagree. That is a cold take. What That's are other cold, cold take. takes? <laughs> um, the Beatles, great. Okay. Mm, innovative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Yeah. Because we should discuss this now since apparently many have not. Uh, y- you and I have an unreleased podcast episode <laughs> about that we never released about um, the Wizard of Oz, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon mix up and how they, yeah. they blend together, how you can play one, how you can play Dark Side of the Moon while watching Wizard of Oz. They never released. Let's say you passed away too soon. Mm-hmm. And any time you pass away will be too soon. Oh, shucks, Danny, for not wanting me dead. Thanks. I'm making a point. Can you quiet down? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, li- hey, living person, be quiet. Be less if here, pass- living person. <laughs> your, your presence 
Um, you're ruining this for me. I'm trying to ruminate on when you won't be here. <laughs> if if you're not here, would you be okay with me rec- like recording the rest of the podcast around your parts? Maybe using some AI to make it look a little better, feel a little better, put some other music under it. Maybe I cut some parts. Would that be okay with you? Could I do that to an unreleased uh, recording that we once did that you thought would never make it to air? Mm. I think uh, there's a lot of context. I don't think it's a clear yes or no. I think that I had to have been in some way happy with what I did or proud of what I did um, so that you know I would be okay with other people hearing it. Um, and you're doing everything in good faith. If we didn't release the podcast episode because I was like, this is, this is terrible. This is blah. And then after I'm gone, you're like, he, he, he. Well, now she can't say no. I'm going to turn it into an episode and release it because I want to. That's in bad faith. But if you are doing something that I would have been happy with, yeah, sure. Why not? Go for it. What a, what a kind tribute. How nice of you to care so much to even go to those lengths and do that. That's my I answer. Do, I do think it was done in good faith. Like I do Now think we're talking Paul about McCartney. Paul McCartney again. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no. If I did that to you, it would not be in good faith. I would be trying <laughs> you would to slander me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would like edit little words you would be so like you would say <laughs> something like the Pope is terrible. Like, <laughs> should die. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'd ask me some sort of horrible question and then edit in my response. Oh, yes, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I do hate the Jews. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I say to my Jewish friend, Danny. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Whoa. <laughs> I do think it was done in good faith. I don't think it was done for money or anything. I do think Paul was like, hey, I want to finish my friend's song. But the thing Mm -hmm. that I can't get past Mm. is that if you listen to the original demo, which I have with me to play for you, have you heard it? I have not heard it, no. Okay, they, and this was pointed out to me by Peter Rugman, who's been on this podcast of the nonstick pants, um, (laughs) they removed part of the song oh and to everyone who's saying that, that the chorus of this song doesn't hit that well and it's not that uh catchy or doesn't like resonate as well as you a lot of john lennon songs usually do there's a pre-chorus bridge that was removed from the song oh i don't know why i have a couple guesses but that does bother me well, now that you're telling this to me, it bothers to, me too. Right? To, 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 yeah. I'm finishing my friend's song by taking parts from it. Right. Not the same. Huh. So that's weird to me. I still think it was in good faith. I still think they really missed their friend and they just wanted to do one more thing that their friend wanted to do. Right. Paul and Ringo um, are getting old. It's like, you know, yeah, now that we have the technology, pal. let's actually do this now. Yeah, okay. they had the Harrison parts from when they tried to do it in the 90s, but they couldn't get him from the piano. Like, they couldn't separate his vocals from the piano. So I get all that. Yeah. But to remove something, it's just weird. I just want an explanation. Maybe there is one out there. If you're an old soul at gmail.com, I did hear that door. 
Ooh, yeah, we we got like WD forty the front door. I'm so sorry, Danny. Seriously, well, we, yeah. no one. Okay, well, okay, what if this is like a Seinfeld episode and we do WD forty your door and then somebody breaks it and, and something <laughs> bad happens. You're wishing you for my death this episode. You're wishing that someone's going to break death. and I'm, enter into my home. I'm planning for it. <laughs> different things. <laughs> you live a very dangerous lifestyle. You're always on the run. <laughs> It's true. I live on the streets of Los Angeles, where danger lurks around every corner. But the danger is you plotting my demise. I'm anyway. <laughs> from three thousand miles away. Yes. I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna like edit it into the pod, so I'm gonna send it to you. It's timestamp. We're gonna listen to the second part of the verse, and then you'll you'll hear the pre-chorus. Okay, you'll it'll go. Second second stance of the verse. <laughs> Let's make sure it's not an intruder. I'm sorry. It's okay. You hear birds on my side. Okay. So it's going to be burglar. Second... I'm busy podcasting. Sorry. Keep going. Yes. Burglar. Take whatever you want, but don't take my content. <laughs> second stance of the verse. The pre-chorus bridge that was cut from the Beatles release. And then the chorus you're used to hearing. So we're getting the middle part back that leads into the chorus that I think makes it hit harder. Well, he's gone now. That's good. He took what he he wanted. Oh, she's making something. (laughs) It might be the last thing she ever does. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. sounds eerier you know yeah <gasps> okay okay we can exit out of that now all right now what? now now it's back to normal okay so do you see what i mean like as opposed yeah. to like it going from like kind of the same amount of energy to the chorus it's like the same amount of energy it has like this pre-chorus bridge that like brings it up uh, both in octave but also just like like his amount of I guess I'm going to say the word again. Energy. Like, like it goes like, eh, eh, eh. But in the song, it goes, eh. Then it goes to, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. The whole song as it was released kind of, uh, what, what's an equivalent that I can say? Um, if, if you're listening to something like Chill Hop. Chill Hop? It's, chill Hop. It's kind of consistent across the board, but it's a very strong mood. And you just kind of sit with that same mood the whole time. And similarly, I have that experience listening to Now and Then it was released. You're just in this mood. It's washing over you the whole time. And that's the experience. Versus in this original where, where it takes this departure and it goes up, there's a mood change. And you go on a, a different journey before settling back into that chorus. It's Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. I think the writer on the – I can't remember which article I was reading. I think it was The Ringer pointed out that it was like – the song the whole time is just kind of like nostalgic and missing somebody, but then yeah, when you lose the bridge, you lose him showing his regret that it's not just him missing somebody; it's also him regretting the way he treated somebody. So like yeah. it loses 
um, like a complexity, a dynamicness yeah. to the song. And it yeah. makes it a little more stale when it could have had more of a range of emotions, which is, you know, more human way to feel about things is complexity. Yeah. So we yeah, missed that. So that's weird to me. Yeah. I do miss that. Although I, I, I'm already forming theories about why it would have been removed. And I'm wondering if it's the same as what you suspect. Oh, you have a little, you have a little smirk to you right now. A uh, little grin. A <laughs> little grin. But my answer is not even that interesting. And I'm just grinning because I'm enjoying. But uh, I, I think just the recording quality isn't as, as good in those sections. His yeah. falsetto is sort of blending into the background. That's my and, first theory. Yeah, I don't think they could the f- separate yeah. it as well. Yeah. I th- I think that, so I have two theories. Either one, it was harder to separate the falsetto stuff. Yeah. And if that's them showing the the boundaries of AI, thank God that we have some. <laughs> right. That there are limits to this robot stuff. That's cool with me. Yeah. Or they decided uh, to draw the line themselves. Let's not have a robot recreate those vocals because yeah, then falsetto it's no longer John. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, too knows, far for AI. No one really knows how far. Yeah, AI like when Frankie Valley dies, it cannot handle that. There will be no unreleased Frankie Valley. There will be no AI being like Sherry, Sherry baby, Sherry. <laughs> Same with Lou Christie. It would break. Yeah, no Lou Christie. No. I like how I, I said Frankie Valley. It's probably like a 50% landing rate for our audience. And then you were like, let's double down with Luke Christie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's Who's make sure only 10% of listeners know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my, my second theory about this is that maybe it's because he uses the word abuse. I don't want to abuse you. And John Lennon has a very um, murky past when it comes to that word. Um, so mm. maybe they didn't want to bring that up. But even if that was the case, like... If it has, if it had to do with morality, um, you shouldn't be removing any part of who he was. That is a part of John Lennon's legacy that he maybe yeah. didn't treat women right, and we can't get rid of that either. So I think you would have to keep it in there if that's what the reasoning was. I think it's the technology thing. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like it was probably the technology thing. But then when that's the part that they had to lose, they weren't that upset about it. <laughs> yes. They're like, we'll go yeah. with this. But I haven't heard yeah. them say anything about it. Maybe I'm wrong. If you're an old soul at gmail.com, if you've read something that Paul McCartney said or Giles Martin or Ringo. I don't, I don't really know how Ringo, involved Ringo was. But if you hear something <laughs> uh, about why they, they cut that out, I just think it's, of all the phrases, yeah. that's an interesting one to remove. Especially because I think it sets up the chorus so much better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now that I've heard it, I'm like, oh, I wish I could hear that version of it. But it doesn't detract that I still loved what I heard before I knew about this. <laughs> so, well, I, I find myself yeah. listening to the demo more than the song because it feels more authentic. Like it's just a man and his piano ruminating on his life. Yeah. Um, and I well, kind of like that. I like that too. And again, I, I'm a type of person who really enjoys rough vocals so in that falsetto part, you know, it's less uh, less of a clean performance, but I like that because it's, you know, this this man just sitting there and getting his feelings out, and um, mm-hmm. I like the rawness of that. 
which you don't really get in this clean release. Um, yeah, I think yeah. you and I will always take less sounding voice that feels more genuine. Yeah. Like, we'll take a less polished voice, like a Bruce Springsteen or a Cat Stevens, where they're not, like, a conventional opera singer or something. But yeah. when they sing, you're like, this person's bleeding. Right. Like, you'll always take that. And John Lennon in this song, in yeah. the demo, he sounds like he's really thinking about someone that he misses in life. Maybe it's Paul yeah. McCartney. Um, yeah. Right. The, maybe. It, yeah. And in, in fact, I feel like you do listen to these two versions of the song for different reasons. You know, if you're listening to the original demo, that's the level you're enjoying it on versus the, the big uh, collaboration with the orchestra and everything. That is, that's not John anymore. That's the surviving Beatles wanting to pay tribute to their old friend. Yeah. You know? a different thing which is, yeah which is why it's weird it's considered the final beatles song yeah it's because yeah. a tribute to their career it's not really yeah. still them i mean it is but it's not <laughs> but if i really like peek into my soul more i a place you rarely go yes i'm gonna dig deep now that i'm raw <laughs> If I dig deep, this two songs in the 90s that they did this with, Free as a Bird and Real Love, I like more. And I was cool with those being final Beatles songs. But this one, I'm like, hey, this shouldn't count as a final Beatles song. And that's just because it they didn't come out as well as the first two, in my opinion. So while well, I like it, and I'll listen to it a lot because I'm a big Beatles nut, and it is a good song. I just like the John Lennon demo better. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, it's probably just expressing that I didn't enjoy this as much as the other two. But in reality, the, the last song on Abbey Road, the one they last one they recorded, I believe, the end, yeah. should be the last Beatles song. Because it's so cool that their final, last recorded album ends the song called The End. All four of them have a solo on it. Ringo's only drum solo is on it. All yeah. three of them have a guitar solo on it. Like, that's their last song. So any of this that, stuff, I'm yeah. just like, ah, like, yeah, hey, it's cool. I'm glad we get more Beatles stuff, but... Exactly. I'm glad yeah. that their legacy lives on, that we still care enough in 2023 for this to be a big yeah. deal. La, the la, video has 18 yeah. million views in two days as of Sunday, recording this on Sunday. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. People are talking yeah. about it. But I, I completely agree. The end is the real one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this is all like fun and, and cool. And I'm glad we're talking about it. That's the best part. So we're talking about John Lennon. That's the best part. Right. We're talking about the Beatles. That's the best part. Um, yeah. But you know, them doing this is ethically right. I don't know. Their families seem to think so. So I guess that's all that matters. Right. That's, I guess all, that's the only answer we'll ever get. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I did like the sentiment in the documentary that, um, you know, uh, the Beatles love to experiment. They love trying new things. So using yes. AI in this way is in the spirit of what the band had always been doing. Um, so that makes it a little bit less murky to me for, for them, as opposed to other instances where you project a hologram of somebody on stage and would they have wanted that? And we're not really sure. This yeah. at least feels in the spirit. Was it a behind the scenes documentary or a 12 minute plea of, see, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> we can do this. Come on, one more Beatles song, come on. Unreleased stuff, yes. come on. It was, it was inherently it. defensive. 
Paul even yes. says in the thing, I, you know, I, I question, would, would, would John would have wanted this? Rest assured, everyone, I know that he would have said yes. <laughs> I know him better than you. Shut your him. Shut your, your mouth. mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it's okay. Yoko said it's cool. <laughs> By the way, I, I looked up how old Yoko Ono is today. Do you know how old she is? No. How old is she? she? Yoko Ono is 90. What? She's older than John. She was, he was her third husband. Whoa. Isn't that wild? That's wild. Yeah. I didn't realize she was 90. Wow. I also read, and this could not be more of a tangent, but it's, I think it's neato. And this is on Wikipedia, but I read that <laughs> in the 80s, John heard, and this is really weird to think of John being around late enough for this, but he was when he died in 1980. Mm-hmm. In the year 1980, he heard the B-52's song, Rock Lobster. Wow. What a sentence. Which is weird to think about. Yeah. And he <laughs> said it made him realize that Yoko Ono's music had become mainstream. And that Whoa. he felt that Yoko had influenced that band, which I read that I think they actually, that she did. So, uh, huh. justice for Yoko, I guess. And justice I do want to say, and maybe not many Beatles fans have ever said this before, but... Thank you, Yoko, for mm-hmm. giving these demos to the three yes. remaining Beatles in the 90s. We could get more John Lennon music. Yes. Thanks for yes. doing that. Thank- that is very true. Thank you for doing that. And it was nice to see that even after all the the drama that, of course, went down over the years, that you know the band still working together, still working with Yoko, talking with her. Um, at the end of the day, it's all water under the bridge. Um, I'd like to think. <laughs> yeah, I think they all agree. Like, hey, we had some good times. Let's yeah. get over the stuff from the breakup. Right. We were all young and on right. drugs. <laughs> Both true. Yeah. Both true. Um, okay, so we have talked about the song. We talked about the original demo. We gave our thoughts. We expressed that we cried. Uh, the only other thing I have written here is, on my notes is Beatles Rock Band. Hmm. Did you wake up out of sleep and write that and you're trying to figure out what it meant? <laughs> I was like, Tina, <laughs> take a letter. <laughs> Beatles Rock Band. Beatles that is all. Band. No, I was thinking about how like every couple, like every 10 or 15 years, like we have something to like reintroduce the Beatles to a generation that maybe didn't listen to that much. Like in the nineties, we had this whole anthology project where they did this with the John Lennon songs. Right. And then we have this right now, which has been a huge story, but I was yeah. thinking about how big of a deal Beatles rock band was in like 2010, <laughs> whenever that came out. Oh, like you mean like, like, the, like the game that. rock band, the and you video the game songs. rock band, the Beatles song it was, it was a very big video game. And I feel like that introduced the Beatles to a lot of people. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. this is like the new way that technology has done this to keep yeah. them going. Yeah. And by the way, to any young folk listening to the podcast, any of those those Gen Zers or sadly the generation after them, which I do not know the name of them. Do you know the name of them? I, I think it's A or Alpha or something. Alpha. I okay. Don't... Generation Alpha. I hope I'm right because now we're saying what? it. <laughs> Guess what, Zoomers and Alphers? When Billie Eilish... Was on carpool karaoke. She played 
on the ukulele for James Corden, a beloved comedy figure. No controversy with him, but Billie <laughs> Eilish played for him uh, the song I Will, a deep cut from the White Album by the Beatles for mm. him. Musicians love the Beatles. Yes. Yes. So please keep so caring there. about them. Yes. Please. Please. Do you know the only song from the 60s to have a billion listens on Spotify? There's a song from the 60s with a billion listens on Spotify? It's the only one. Do you know what it is? I I don't. No. It's Here Comes the Sun. Of course it is. A George Harrison Beatles song. How about that? A band with three iconic songwriters. How about that? (laughs) USA. Or that's not USA. USA. Go Beatles! Go Beatles! <laughs> go UK! Yes. Go UK! Go UK! Go UK! Yes. <laughs> okay. Did you just turn to Bob Dylan for a second? That was my Beatles. Bob Dylan, John Lennon. I was like, yes, oh. I'm John Lennon, the Beatles, oh. <laughs> Bob Dylan. I guess they're the same thing. I can only do wow. John Lennon as Sir Alec Guinness. Like, my Obi-Wan Kenobi impression is John Lennon. So I'm like... <laughs> Han Solo, the fools. But it's just John Lennon. But I'm trying you know to do Obi-Wan Kenobi. In this moment, thank God for AI. Because if we <laughs> were trying to recreate John's vocals this way, uh, this fair. is what humans can muster. Ooh.